<laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode one of Life as a NARP. I want to thank you guys so, so much for tuning in, giving me a chance listening uh, to what I have to say. Um, if you have not already listened to the trailer episode, I highly suggest going back and listening to it. It'll kind of give you a, a nice brief rundown of what this podcast is about. But um, on this first episode, I want to uh, just give you, I guess, a little more in-depth explanation about this podcast, maybe purpose and motive. Um, and then you're going to get to know me just a little bit, not too much. Um, and then I have a special guest speaker that will be uh, coming in later on to, <laughs> to help you guys uh, get to know me a little bit better and uh, you'll get to know uh, her as well. So uh, I started this podcast during this quarantine time, um, one, because I have more time in my hand, but um, I always like doing things for other people. And um, so I kind of put a couple things together. Uh, one day I was thinking about, um, you know, athletic careers ending and, you know, real life, um, you know, careers and opportunities, you know, jobs and stuff happening as well. And that transformation from athletic um, lifestyle to a average Joe lifestyle is quite a transition and it has its challenges and stuff. So uh, my purpose was to help you know, the listeners and, you know, other people overcome obstacles, um, and, you know, trying, trying times, hard times, um, as a transition from a athletic person to a, a NARP, a non-athletic regular person. Definitely not a politically correct term, but, um, I think anybody in the athletic world has heard this term being used before, so... It's just to describe other people that aren't involved in sports. Um, so, like I said, my purpose, I just want to share um, NARPs and other athletes' stories, um, unique stories, that, and, you know, what avenues they venture down after athletics and what um, what challenges that they had to overcome. And, you know, hopefully you guys can relate to those. Those will hit home with you guys and help you through whatever you're going through, so... A little bit more about me. I am 24 years old. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, the best city in the United States of America. Um, I actually really do love it here, and I can claim it because I live in Midtown. Um, I'm pretty much here by myself. My mom and two sisters live in upstate New York, and um, they've lived up there for a while, so... I get to go up there every so often. It's nice because I get to experience the snow that they get and the, the wonderful winters I consider wonderful. Uh, and then I get to experience the nice spring, summer, and fall time here in the dirty south. Um, I played sports all my life. Football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse are the main four. My main love was hockey. I played for 13 years and traveled all over our team really did surprise and upset a lot of other teams in the Northeast and the Midwest, uh, made it to nationals a few years. Um, you know, we're a pretty elite team and some of my buddies that I'll have on in future episodes will, um, will back me up on that. <laughs> um, 
And then I played lacrosse at Columbus State University for their club team down there. Helped start that club team grow uh, to what it is now, which I don't know if it's anything. <laughs> they're, I think they're actually going through a growing period right now as well, but it was a great time down there. Um, and that's actually where I met my wonderful girlfriend. Uh, and we've been together for five and a half years. We, we live together here in Atlanta, Georgia. Go ahead and say hello, Summer. Hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna pick this energy up. <laughs> um, so we've been together for five and a half years. It's been a great five and a half years, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into us a, a little bit later, but we'll start off with me. I'm going to be selfish. Um, how would you describe me? Help, help them understand me a little a little bit more. How would you describe me? Easy. Three Easy. words. Enneagram number two. Enneagram number two. So describe that for people who don't know Enneagrams. So Enneagrams, there's nine of them. It's basically, it has to do with like your personality and just who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really interesting. It really helps you understand people more. Uh, but as for Tanner, Enneagram number two is um, the helper that's like the title of it. So the helper is um, somebody who's caring, passionate, um, and you know puts people before themselves a lot of times. Um, and I think that that pretty much describes Tanner to a T. Yeah. Um, but other, I mean, he's probably the most caring person I've ever met, and he would do anything for anyone without you having to even ask. Um, and a lot of times he does put people before himself and before his own needs. Which can be a, a downside sometimes, I think I've realized. <laughs> Cause yeah, I mean, I think that it just comes with um, part of being yeah. a two, is that you're hard on yourself. Yeah. Well, I, I've, you know, I've definitely uh, thought about it with putting other people before me, I, I tend to think, would these people do it for me? But at, you know, whenever I think about that, my second thought is it really doesn't matter if they would do it for me. Um, because it's, which is such a two. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause, cause I, I think a lot of people wouldn't do what I do for other people or do for me what I do for them. But that doesn't really matter just cause like you said, it's just who I am. And I don't really care if those people want or would do it, do, you know, things for me. Um, but I'm okay with that. And that's, you know, things I've learned with seeing this life coach um, who's been excellent. Uh, and I suggest anybody else going through hard times trying to figure out what they want to do with their life, you know, look into seeing a life coach because they'll, uh, they'll kind of nitpick things that you didn't know about yourself and really help you understand yourself more and your motives and, um, you know, what you like, what you don't like and, you know, reasons behind a lot of things. Um, my life coach is great. And if you would like to, uh, talk to her, DM me or email me and I would love to, um, refer you to her. She's a wonderful woman. It's one of her friend's mother. She's just the sweetest woman in the world. Um, so, yeah, DM me on Instagram, you know, life as a NARP, or email me at lifeasanarp at gmail.com. Um, 
but yeah, she's just a wonderful woman. She's like I've said, you know, she's made me realize that a lot of things about myself that I think I knew, but I didn't recognize until somebody had pointed them out and made it obvious to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, what would you say besides caring? Um, you said determined, right? Um, I don't know if I've said that this time, but that is one of them. I would say... <laughs> yeah, this is take number 75. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say determined and hardworking. Um, Tanner's probably one of the most hardworking people I've ever met, and his life has thrown him lots of curveballs, but he's always been able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and push forward, and... Um, he always works hard for anything that he sets his mind to. Yeah. And that's why one of the reasons I'm really excited that he decided to do this podcast because let me tell you, I've heard about it and heard about this idea for so long <laughs> and I'm so glad that he decided to finally do it because I could just tell how excited it made him and um, so it's exciting and I'm happy to see how excited he is about something. Yeah, I'm excited for this to take off I don't think it I don't mean take off in a sense of getting popular but I think um, take off in the fact of uh, you know like start yes well yeah starting but um, I want to see how many people I can really affect in a positive way or how many other people you know how many uh, people my guest can affect as well yeah um, you know because everyone like I've said before everyone's got a unique story so um Everyone goes through different things in their life, whether it's in the athletic world or outside. And I, you know, sharing these stories can help others, including myself, even uh, go through different things, different curveballs, like you said. Um, so, I have a question for you. Yeah. How, like, what all goes into doing a podcast? Well, because it's more than just as I've seen it's definitely more than just recording and putting it out there yeah well I what I've learned myself is you know doing a podcast you can it's pretty much a blank canvas and you can do so many different things with it and that's why I'm choosing to be untraditional I think you know I listen to a lot and I almost wanted at first I didn't realize it but at first I almost wanted to make it like a lot of other podcasts and so that's why i'm saying i'm doing untra- you know an untraditional style i guess um where I, I i'm gonna you know i'm not gonna be consistent with things i'm not gonna have it the same episode or i'm not gonna have each episode laid out the same way you know i'm not gonna be introduction you know talk a little bit about something and then interview it's gonna be you know if the person's exciting they're going to co-host with me and, you know, we're going to shoot the shit for a little bit and, you know, get to know them and stuff like that. So, but, you know, finding the software that you want to use to record, um, you know, making social media platforms or accounts that way you can reach out to listeners, um, finding ways to upload uh, there's different websites you can use to upload your episodes to go to various, um, like, you know, like different platforms like Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those. Um, and then what 
uh, what I think the main thing comes down to is the content of it. And I think I did, I, th I, I thought I struggled with it at first, but um, I think it's something that people overthink a lot. And it's really not that hard to um, come up with content, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I think you realize, especially with our like practice ones, that a lot of times the content just comes to you. Yeah, naturally. Especially, yeah, especially having like a co-host or someone to talk to, because of whether it's banter back and forth or questions like, yeah, yeah questions back and forth yeah. or memories that you go down memory yeah. lane with whatever i think content kind of creates itself Stuff, yeah because i think a lot of people overthink the content and they come up with 50 questions that they're gonna um you know ask somebody or even you know if they're gonna answer it themselves but when you really think about it that's gonna create like a two-hour joe rogan podcast um you know, you can you can have a list of five questions, and that's going to last you thirty minutes if you you know if you get extensive on a couple of those questions, and you know if someone's got a, a story to share about um, a certain topic, you know that's going to really elongate the the podcast. So uh, that's one thing I think a lot of people overthink when it comes to the process of starting a podcast. But so far, I've definitely enjoyed it. You know like with anything else if it's had its ups and downs and you've noticed that that it has its downs for sure but um when it, when the ups are up it's definitely fine so it, it definitely overtakes the downs when it comes to creating the podcast so yeah and i well, think yeah, go ahead i was just gonna say if you say downs i feel like it's more of just like like nervousness yeah. of starting a podcast yeah. but i think a lot of that'll go it's a away. lot of unknowns yeah yeah and a lot of that'll go away as you put more episodes out there and become more yeah. confident and comfortable yeah so for those people that are still listening uh you know this may you you may be able to tell this is a uh, first episode uh but i think it'll get better i think it'll get more you know more exciting uh, you know i have uh a unique group of friends so <laughs> the stories that will be shared on here I think will make it entertaining for sure oh yeah so um, let's, I guess we'll get into us a little bit uh, we met at, in school at college freshman year mm -hmm. um, lived in the same dorms which are pretty much apartments all the athletes lived in these dorms you know my team lived on one side and you and the basketball players and the you know all the other sports friends who lived on the other side our team t t took up one side and you guys took up the other side and we were always um outside just getting you know getting to know each other at first but then you know just wasting time honestly outside of school and class and studying i mean um in sports you know this you know we just went and sat outside got to know each other and play games and yeah, I, I think that was my favorite part of the dorms is the fact that we were all so close by and like you always had somebody to hang out with. Yeah. And by the end of the first year, we were very close knitted. You know, everybody oh, yeah. was, it wasn't awkward to hang out with each other. You know, it could be, it, it'd be a completely different group day by day, but it still wasn't weird. You know what I mean? We were just all so close yeah. together that um, we all just got along and it was, it was a great time. I, I got to say a lot of our, you know, a lot of our great memories, or fun, exciting memories, came from 
um, freshman year. Oh yeah. Yeah, and this is you know I wish a lot of the people from freshman year you know stuck around for sophomore junior year, but you know that's life and things change. But uh, we had a great group of friends to hang out with oh, yeah. and experience and go through go through this experience of college with. So, um, and you played a sport as well. Yes, I played soccer. Yep. Uh, played for a while. That was your main sport that you grew up playing, right? Um, yeah. I swam for like probably the first half. And I stopped swimming in freshman year. And then in high school, I did play like two years of volleyball, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, soccer is definitely my main yeah. sport, my true love. Yeah. Uh, I remember just even like freshman year if there was a soccer ball around and I would mess around with you and try to like meg you or keep the ball away from you uh I wasn't very successful (laughs) I wasn't very good but also didn't play soccer growing up so I'll use that as my excuse but uh yeah you're definitely a a talented soccer player that's for sure and if other people didn't recognize that that was their that's their fault (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to give a big F you to somebody, but I'm just going to leave that out. <laughs> but, For uh, another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. What would you say was one of the most uh, fun experiences you had freshman year? Um, okay, okay, I'll give my, the Halloween party that we went to. Um you don't remember it? You I don't feel like I just can't remember freshman at the, year. At that Kappa Sig house with all the neon lights. Yeah. I was dressed up as a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I had that McDonald's hamburger yeah. costume on. Chris had the the fry costume. Yeah. I just remember the photo we took, and I think it's funny looking back at, like, pictures you take as a couple, like your first pictures you take together. Yeah. They're so cringeworthy years later. Yeah, it's very cringeworthy. You were just so young and, I don't know, it's so weird. <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. You're like, thank God I changed. Yeah, we've we've come a long way from those days. <laughs> um, but you don't have one that comes to mind freshman year? Um... I think one of the funnier memories was before we were even like technically dating and my mom and grandmother came down to watch me play and I didn't realize but my roommate I guess had texted Tanner to or maybe I don't did she text you or did she text Uh, Hunter Hunter? and Hunter was like come down yeah so Hunter was one of his lacrosse friends who was talking to dating whatever you wanted to call it back then my roommate and my mom and Anna were there. We ordered pizza. And we were just hanging out. And I didn't, I mean, I don't introduce people to my family. So <laughs> I didn't really think like, oh, let me text Tanner. Because we weren't even dating. Yeah. So it just wasn't even on the radar. And I guess my roommate told Hunter to come down. And Hunter was like, Tanner, come on. Like, let's go down or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, needless to say, I'm sitting there eating pizza. Not expecting anyone to walk in. And then... I look up and Hunter and Tanner are there, yeah. and I'm like, "What the hell yeah, you're are definitely you doing thrown, here?" You're throwing off a little bit. And then I had to introduce him, and they loved him ever since. But oh, absolutely. Still, <laughs> I was just not expecting to have to introduce someone yeah. to my mom and Nana, but they love him. Yeah. It worked out. Good thing we started dating because they kept asking me about him. <laughs> 
And here we are five and a half years later. Yep. With very, very... Uh, oh, there's too many memories to, to even put a number on. Yeah. We've had a great relationship so far, I'd have to say. Um, and now that we're moved in together, uh, it's like a new chapter of life. But it's been fun as well. It's been a learning process too. Not yeah. saying it in a bad way whatsoever. No. Uh, but it's definitely been. I mean, like, I think it's a learning especially during quarantine. Oh yeah. Um, just you know, working out together, like eating together, just all of our free time. I mean, we're we're blessed to still be working. Um, yeah, which has helped with yeah the boredom of quarantine. We haven't really we've experienced it, but having work, we have at least more to do, so it makes it easier yeah um and everybody uh give summer a round of applause (laughs) she is a nurse uh here in atlanta and she did work on a covid floor uh she's not very thrilled right now (laughs) that i'm saying this but um you're very yeah i know but uh you you do need to be appreciated at times especially during things like this um you're not your floor is not a covid floor anymore which is Great. Uh, you haven't had a COVID patient in the past 17 days? Yeah. 16 like days, that. something like yeah. that, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I guess in the hindsight, it's awesome because it means that numbers are going down or unless people are going to different hospitals. I don't know. I don't know the details about that. but Well, I think the number being of um, people having to be hospitalized is. Yeah. I think a lot of people, even though we've opened up as a state, um, a lot are being very cautious and still being aware of social distancing and being mindful of unnecessary travel outside of their house. Yeah, I think this is going to change the way people, um, or that you know, it's going to change the habits people oh, have yeah. of their hygiene. The new norm for sure. Yeah, you know, washing hands, masks. M- yeah. Um, Even though Tanner doesn't like to wear his. <laughs> Maybe if I shame him on here, he'll wear it. Yeah, but yeah, I think this is going to change a lot of people. And I mean, uh, clubs aren't going to be the same. Bars aren't going to be the same. I feel like restaurants aren't going to be the same. A lot of things aren't going to be the same anymore. But um, it could be for the better. Who knows? You know, maybe it's going to shine a light on other, you know, illnesses and stuff that we contract throughout the year like the flu and whatnot so i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens when we come out of this if yeah. we ever come out of this it'll be interesting to yeah. see what all has changed because it's crazy to think what all has been impacted by it yeah well what's one thing that you've taken away from quarantine um i would say the biggest thing i took away from quarantine was not taking for granted um like friends and mm. family Especially the ones that live close. I think the ones that live further away, you make more of an effort to try to talk to or see whenever you can, message, whatever. But I think sometimes you forget the people who are super close. Um, Because they are so close, you take it for granted and you don't always go see them or call them or text them or FaceTime or visit. Yeah. And so I think during quarantine, especially when I was working as a COVID nurse... I couldn't see anyone, and so it was, that was just really hard for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean, I'm not going to shame you at all for this, but, you know, that means that 
people don't want to hang out with me. Not that I should be hanging out with people or that I wanted to. I mean, of course I want to, but uh, because I was dating and we lived together, uh, you know, even the six feet of hanging out outside six feet apart, it's not something that uh, was smart to do on my behalf. Um, and, you know, and I didn't do it, but like, you know, this quarantine, it almost makes me forget how to socialize. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like whatever, like I remember we, um, for your birthday, we went and got um, f- food for, we you know, went and picked up food and on the way back, we ran into a couple of our friends and we were, you know, six, 10 feet apart on the sidewalk talking, but almost felt awkward. almost felt like I didn't know how to communicate with people anymore because I'm just All used right, to... Tanner, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just used to talking to myself and you and, uh, you know, maybe my mom on the phone, but I don't really talk to other people, so I almost felt weird and awkward. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, taking those friendships uh, for granted is something that, you know, it makes you second guess during quarantine. Yeah. But, so call someone you love. Yeah, yeah. So, well, thank you very much, Summer, for coming on. I don't know if you want to have any more remarks or closing remarks or closing well, words or anything. Go ahead. I'll say thanks for having me, even of course, though of you course. didn't really have that much of a choice. No, nope, but it's okay. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm honored to be your first guest, and I just want to say that I'm really excited. Um, it's been awesome to see you so excited and passionate about someone or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I think it's going to be really fun to see how far this goes and just how you put your heart and soul into it. And I'm excited, excited for you. Well, thank you for coming on and thank you for your love and support. It does mean a lot. Um, I will say, (laughs) (laughs) you'll be on again soon too. So, uh, get your story out, but, um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Spread the word to others. You know, if you hear a future episode and you think it may relate to one of your friends or somebody you know, friends, family, uh, you know, tell them about it. And you know, even if they just want to listen to this one episode, please, uh, you know, plug me in a little bit. Uh, help me get my listener audience up a little bit. But. Um, with that being said, it is May. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I want you guys to keep that in mind as you talk to friends and whatnot. Uh, if there's somebody who's being a little distant, uh, you know, reach out to them. You'd be surprised how much just a, a little bit of effort of communication can go to uplift someone's spirits. Um, and if you're going through a hard time, don't ever be afraid to reach out to somebody uh, it does not mean you're weak by any means, and you'd be surprised how many other people are going through hard times, uh, ment- you know, mentally speaking. So, like I said, don't you know whether you reach out to me, I'd, I'd love to you know talk to anybody, or if you have any friends that you think would be, um, you know, willing to listen to you. So, just don't ever be afraid to reach out to somebody in need or if you're in need don't be afraid to reach out to somebody uh, for a little bit of help or even just a conversation so uh, with that being said thanks for tuning in guys Uh, if you have any topic ideas or questions DM me at lifeasanarp on Instagram or email me lifeasanarp at gmail.com thanks guys take care (music)